Hey, Pie Tribe, buckle up for a new episode of the Passive Income Examiner, the number one podcast for budding entrepreneurs and business owners looking to diversify their income with passive strategies. Welcome to season two, focused on building successful online businesses with evergreen marketing solutions. I'm your host, Lindsay Sutherland. Thanks for joining me. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode. I'm your host, Lindsay Sutherland, passive income coach and evergreen marketing strategist here to help you. Today, we're talking about how to pinpoint your profitable passion. So this is for people who are just getting started with passive income. They've come onto the idea about it. They don't know where they want to start and they're not sure what to develop a product around, what niche, so to speak. So this episode is to help you find your niche. If you've already got a thriving business, maybe you're a chiropractor, maybe you're a nurse, maybe you, um, well, I guess a nurse isn't a practice, but you've got a business of some sort and you want to develop a passive product that aligns with your brand, a counselor, anything like that, that I have a special course for you for. Uh, It walks you through step-by-step exactly how to do that. And it's found on my website. It's like $99. It's not very expensive. Uh, the passiveincomeexaminer.com forward slash resources. That's for those of you who already have a business and you want to build a passive income outlet that aligns with your brand. But for anybody else who, or even for those of you that maybe you've been a counselor for 20 years, you want to develop passive income, but you don't want to make it about counseling. You're like, I'm done with that. I want to move on to something else. Stay tuned for this episode because we're going to walk through exactly how you can find that powerful niche that can get you started on the path to passive income. It's going to be revolving around three questions, three specific questions that will help you start to do that. So grab a pen and paper. Now's a good time or pull out your iPhone and start putting in some notes, put in your, you know, put some notes in your phone. The first question to ask yourself is, what have I accomplished in life? Friends, not only is this a great way to pinpoint the things you're good at, but it's also really just a nice way to give yourself a pat on the back because sometimes we've worked hard in life, we've made strides, but we forget to take time to look back and go, holy cow, look what I've done. If you really sit down and fill out a piece of paper, you might end up with two or three. If you think back all the way to high school, maybe you were in debate club, you graduated with a 4.0, you graduated with honors, you were... Uh, one of the top football players, you went on to getting a a college degree. Maybe you got a scholarship. Maybe in college, you also did participate in XYZ club, right? Like it doesn't matter anything you did in life, write it down, write down the things that you've accomplished. You've raised three kids. You raised one kid. (laughs) Maybe you um, got married, you planned your wedding and it's a destination wedding, right? It doesn't matter how significant you think it is. Like, don't sit there and and debate with yourself over, oh, is this significant? In the beginning, just write everything down that you've accomplished that you could think of. If it helps to reach out to some friends or close relatives and say, hey, can you help me out? I'm trying to make this list. What are some things that you could think of that I've done in my life? You'd be amazed what other people think about you. And like, in a good way, of course, right? But what they see you as accomplishing, like, The next question you're going to want to ask them, and you would ask this of yourself too, but if they're on the phone, you may as well ask it to them then. When, what do you think of coming to me for, for information? So to put it another way is, what do your friends come to you for? What kind of information? So for me, as an example, 
when I, a lot of my friends are entrepreneurs. So when they have questions about marketing or technology, uh, internet-based stuff, they come to me for that, right? Because that's my niche. That's what I'm good at. But when I got started, I didn't even realize that I was good at it. I was, I had 20 years of experience doing it, but I doubted myself. And sometimes we do that when we are getting started because we think, I don't know that much. And the reason we think that is because we're looking at how much more we could learn, right? So let's say, for example, you love houseplants and your house is full of beautiful houseplants. You simply do it as a passion. You love to do it. You love to have the plants. You you read about plants. You research plants online, but you never really considered yourself an expert in houseplants. But when you ask your friends, they might say, golly, you know, if I ever can't keep a plant alive, you're, you'd be the person I would call. Maybe you are the go-to person for that and you just didn't realize it. Okay, so that's why that question is so important. What do people come to you for? What advice? Maybe it's relationships. Maybe it's how to handle situations with their spouse or their kids or their parents, right? Maybe you're just really good at negotiating conflict, right? And you just don't even realize that that's a gift, but people come to you frequently to ask you for help in a situation. So that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to give you some ideas there. The third question to ask yourself is what hobbies and interests do I have or have I had that I didn't get to explore? This question is important because you don't need to be an expert in this. What I mean is, let's say when you were young, you had a dream of flying remote control airplanes, but it was an expensive hobby and your parents couldn't afford to get you into it. So you never really did get to actually do anything other than just look at it in magazines or whatever. So here you are now an adult ready to develop some passive income and What if you could develop passive income from an old love of yours that you never got to explore, but you could now? You can easily do that. So this is why this question is so important. Create a list of hobbies and interests that you have or have had that you could literally talk about all day long. So there you go, my friends. This is a short episode, but it's going to help you outline three or excuse me, help you pinpoint your passion So if you're just getting started and you want to develop a product around something, you need to know first what is your niche. This is really important. It's a phrase you might have heard a lot is niching down. The reason it's important is going to come into play when it comes to keywords. And we can't just say remote controls. It's pretty vague. It will be very difficult to be profitable because there's remote controls for so many things. You would have to say remote control airplanes or even the name brand of the airplane or whatever, like gas powered airplanes. There's probably different keywords that go along with it, but you want to be niched into something very specific. If it's, if it's parenting, for example, that would be too big of a niche. You're going to want to take it down even farther. Parenting boys, parenting children with autism, parenting, um, someone else's children, right? Maybe you married into a relationship and you're the step parent. So your expertise is how to be an effective step parent and build those quality relationships. I mean, there's just so many angles you could go with that, but you see where those are all very niche into parenting. You don't want to talk about just parenting. You want to be very specific to what you know. That, my friends, is going to get you started. Take that list and hold on to it because in our next 
Thursday episode. We're then going to talk about how you can package information and turn it into a product, okay? And if you need help in this area, like you've gone through these questions and you're thinking, golly, Lindsay, I've got a list, but I don't know where to start. Remember, don't worry too much about what is profitable. I don't know if I mentioned that earlier, but that's important. And sometimes it gets people hung up where they think, oh, well, I'm really interested in sewing, but is it profitable? Yes, it's profitable. Anything you can dream of, people are interested in. Anything you can dream of can be packaged into a profitable product and you can generate passive income from it. If you would like help with that, if you would like to expand on that, or you want to run your ideas by me, go ahead and get scheduled. Um, On my website is a link to my calendar, or you can email me if you have questions. Maybe you're not ready to schedule. You just want to talk a little bit first. We could do that too. But this is a free pathway call. Think of it as a way for you to determine what is really possible for you. And I can help you get through that first hump, that hurdle that is usually the hardest one to overcome simply figuring out where the heck to get started. All right, friends, that's on thepassiveincomeexaminer.com. Be sure to check it out. The link is in the show notes. And until next time, bye for now. If you like mommy's sew, leave a review. Thank you so much for being a loyal listener. I am truly grateful for you. And if this podcast has inspired you in any way, head over to iTunes and leave a written review. I would appreciate it so much. Thanks for tuning in and thanks for helping to spread the word by sharing this show with your friends.